episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessler. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Pretty good. Know what I mean? Pretty not too bad anyways. Pretty not too bad, dude. <laughs> We're a bit late. I just survived a very harrowing move. Yeah. Would you like to hear all about it? Was the harrowing part taking acid two days in a row? Well, one continuous day. One continuous day. I guess. Double dose. <laughs> Well, so the story starts long before that, though. The story mm-hmm. starts, um, I was in Sweden, right? And my dad yep. was here, and he was renting out his condo and living in my apartment, which is fine. It's a bizarre move. Well, he got so much money for renting out his condo, right? I know. But but I've heard through the grapevine, a.k.a. your brothers, yeah, that he's been trying to like, get them to use their condo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> like renting out his own and then going, can we come stay with you? Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a hotel. It's like, what is happening now? Yeah, I mean, he, he, just live in your own house at that point. He's cra- he's a, <laughs> he's got some weird ideas. OK, yeah, he the amount of money he gets for that Airbnb. He should just get his own hotel. But he also like likes to have he wants to have a house. So he doesn't want to stay in a hotel. He does not at all, apparently. So he wants to have his own kitchen and his own stuff, and he'll he'll oh, pay- get a suite in a hotel. Yeah. Oh, but that's when all our profits would be gone. Yeah. So that doesn't work either. Yeah. He's just, so he's staying at my place, which is fine. Yeah. And I got back from Sweden, and I we shared the apartment for a week, which was a little crowded, but it's fine. And just a, a fundamental thing about my father is he is Hurricane a big. West. Yeah, his philosophy, these these are cornerstones of his philosophy. He'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So that's one thing that he thinks. It's a bad philosophy. And another thing that he thinks is like, why would I go for coffee when I can make coffee at home? Like, I can do all this stuff. So I can do it well, myself. I'm on, I'm on his side with that one. Okay. But so like those fucking eight dollar coffees you could make at home for fifty cents. So yeah, so that's so those core philosophies mm-hmm. end up in chaos. So he had moved. He's he lives in three different places. He lives in California, in Kelowna, mm-hmm. and in Kelowna in my house in his condo. So he's moving his entire belongings up from California to his condo to my apartment. Back to his con- he'll go to his condo for a week. In, if it's not rented out, move everything back there. The entire fridge. What do you mean everything? I mean everything. I mean everything. We're talking about all the appliances, his entire yeah, wardrobe. I'm talking Talk about, about most of the appliances. I'm talking about fridge fridges full of food. I'm talking about all of his clothes, his studio setup. Like he does a podcast too. I, like everything, and it's just, and it's he's got. He, he likes to visit his stuff at the Big Steel Box. So he has a storage called the Big Steel Box, which should be named the Big Steel Black Hole. And he takes out all his pictures because he wants to get those done. So my apartment... Takes out all his pictures. Yeah, his pictures, his family photo albums that he's had for his whole life. Boxes oh, and boxes he, and boxes and boxes. He takes them out and looks at them? Yeah, well, he Does wants... to bring them home? He wants to get them digitized, okay? Oh, okay. But... It hasn't. I've done it for him two times and two. No, times. you haven't. Yes, two separate no, times. You yes, days of work. Days of work. Dude, I did that for like a hundred photos once, and it was took fucking forever. Okay, well, I did it for like ten thousand yeah, photos. Yeah, that's crazy. Days of work. He lost the hard drive both times. Two lost hard drives that I've done it. So I refuse to you do it again. You should never do it again. That's insane. So he's got it all in my house. 
He should just pay someone to do it at this point. I, that's the idea. But he also yeah. has to sort the ones he wants scanned. This is all of it in his head. Yeah. So my apartment is... There's, you can't walk down the hallways. There's boxes lined up along the hallways. Every surface, every couch, every table has boxes and stuff on it. And that's how... At your house. Yeah. And that's how he was living in your smaller apartment than his old apartment. Yeah. Well, I had to bring my, like, my suitcases and stuff back. So, yeah. So, now we have to move out of that place. At the end of August, we're, I'm moving from that apartment. How did that happen? Was that um, planned already? Th- that was planned because I, my apartment was fine with me and Camilla, but with just me, it was too much to pay rent. And Simeon mm. had a room open up at his house, which is a third of the price. So Get out of here. It was no, a no-brainer. Dope. It was a no-brainer. But So I got to move, and he's warning me that the move is this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. It's the 28th, 29th. We, don't, we have till the 31st, but we're trying to get out of there by the Sunday. Meanwhile, how much shit is yours and how much is his that it's moving out? Is probably, it all yours at this point? Probably half and half. Half and, and half. And he's been there for a month. <laughs> okay. And mine is like furniture and like boxes and stuff. Yeah. So Friday rolls around. We, I move all my shit out Friday. I'm, I'm basically done Friday. Okay, we got a trailer from U-Haul, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm done. So now Saturday is like his stuff, and it's going to either his condo or the big steel black hole. Okay, we get a load done for his condo, and uh, just, just <laughs> it was. Is there co- people living there still, or are they out now? They're Airbnb. The we were waiting for them to leave. Oh my god! <laughs> so we're loading up, and I can't pack anything without him. Telling me what that's not going in that box. That's going over there. That's going over there without going over there. Well then, Wesley, you should have packed it ahead of time. I know. I moved once with Wesley. Tensions are high. I moved once with him, and I know exactly how. You, I only got a little bit of it. Yeah. I I tagged in the second half. Big mistake. Should do the first half. Yeah. <laughs> Every single box is overflowing to the point where you can stack anything on top of each other. Yes. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I've been there too. So. Yeah. So uh, ten- tensions are high. Tensions are high. We get to the uh, condo, so it's in a parkade, and he, he doesn't want to mo- like park the trailer like on the street, like a normal person, and move your stuff because it's further to walk. Mm-hmm. The other option, which I thought was a brilliant option, he's got two parking spots. We put the trailer in one parking spot. We disconnect, disconnect it, it, and we and we leave right, mm-hmm. and then we unload from there. Yes. But he wants the trailer right next to the door, right next to the elevator. So he just pulls it right in and blocks off an entire lane of the parkade and says, "Start unloading." And I couldn't handle it. I could not handle it. And I said, "If you do that, I'm going to leave, and then you'll have one less person to help you unload. It'll it'll be slower." And he's like, "I'm doing it," and I'm like, "I'm leaving." Just does whatever he wants. So I went and got lunch. He calls me like 45 minutes later. He's like, "It's un- it's done. It's unloaded. Come pick up the trailer." So he's very mad at me now because I left him there. But I'm also very mad at him because he's crazy. Like. I'm not, I can't handle being half unloaded that trailer and then someone trying to get out with their car and we, we're like, we're in the middle of it. I couldn't handle yeah, the What do you do the, then at we, that point? He, we, sorry, sir. You got to go around. No, there's no going around. Oh, it was blocking the only lane. Okay. The, it's a, it kind of goes into like a three, three lanes. There's a straight lane, a right lane and a left lane and mm. the whole left lane is blocked. So oh, okay. 25 parking so spots. Someone was parked there. They're not getting out. It, here's the fucking part that annoys me is that in the hour that it took no one came so he feels vindicated like it was no big deal because mm-hmm. no one was blocked which is kind of annoying to me i kind of wish someone it came and was him, also chewed him out he kind of also was vindicated <laughs> yeah but um 
So he calls me, says it's done. So I go back to get the trailer. It's not done. He had just un- taken it right out of the trailer and put it on, on the, the ground. On the ground. So still fucking. So he just. <laughs> but the trailer is empty. So at this point, I like feel bad. I'm helping yeah. him move stuff up. I move. We move. Get. I get. We clear a path. Basically, mm-hmm. I take the trailer back to my place. I fill it up, and now. We're getting low on time. It's like four four thirty in the afternoon. I got that show at six, and he's got things to do that night. So I go, why don't we leave the trailer loaded? We put it in the parkade in that spot, just like I said, and we disconnect it. And then tomorrow morning, Sunday, we finish unloading the trailer. Keep in mind, that's the 29th. We still have the 30th and 31st. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saturday night, we had a pretty good show, right? We had a pretty, pretty, pretty bagging show, dude. Pretty fun time. And pretty not too bad anyways. Yeah, I uh I we had, I, I stayed out all night and I was just like, well, I'm not that's not happening because I can't drive, right? Yeah. And so Saturday was Jack's like last night in town, so we had a huge fucking party at my house. Yeah. It was great. You you guys were here? Yeah. I should have came here. Yeah. I, some people that you were hanging out with did come here. So I don't know how you didn't end up here. I don't know what happened. It's funny, real quick. So I hosted that show. Yeah. But I was hanging out as Jack's last weekend from Toronto. So I was hanging out. Look at that. That's from the party. Is that a bag of mushrooms? I don't know what that is. <laughs> something. <laughs> Did you just notice that? Yeah. It's not mine. Well, just how would I explain? What the fuck is that on? It's a uh, a blind cover. Yeah. It's up. Okay. It's on top, sitting on top of my window somehow. Yeah. Yeah, so Jack, so I was drinking from Friday. I got to find I out what it kept is. Kept drinking all Saturday. And uh, <clears throat> so, so I'm hosting the show. That is a bag of mushrooms. It's a bag of mushrooms, yeah. <laughs> I fucking eyeballed it. <laughs> fucking out of nowhere, snipe that shit. Okay. And uh, so we're drinking all Saturday. So I'm, we go frisbee golfing. I get all these scratches all over me because I fucking had to crawl in a bush to get my stuff. It doesn't really matter. But I'm like... I'm, I'm trying to maintain, but just yeah. getting drunker, and I have to host the show. But I'm like, I'm hosting it. I'll be totally fine. You did fine, and uh, and I was like, Jack, I'm gonna say dogs as many times as I can. The entire show, <laughs> I kept on calling all the comics dogs, the crowd dogs. I opened up with some fucking dogs. I don't remember that, but I remember Jack had an absolute scorcher of a set. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, he opened his set with making fun of me. Yeah, it was so funny. Hilarious. And he went, uh, he went, he he's screaming at the audience going, I told, he told me he was going to say dogs a hundred times. You guys laughed. He tricked you. You fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> he just did that the whole time. Jack rules up. Jack, yes. Jack Hirschfeld, he has a podcast, right? No. Oh, they used to. <clears throat> Yeah, it used to be with me. Oh, yeah. And then he moved. Shoot crap. <laughs> yeah. Is there more of that story? Um, well, so I go out for breakfast with Ferris, with the Dutch Because right now there's a fully loaded trailer, theoretically, in the ether somewhere. It's Well, no, it's in his parkade. Mm-hmm. The truck is with me. The truck is with me. and Required to tow the trailer. Yeah, required to tow the trailer. Yeah. And I went out for breakfast, and I'm just kind of like... My phone's lost. Turns out it was in Darb's car. So I have no real means. And I'm just kind of like waiting to get in trouble on yeah, Sunday morning. I, I literally, I know the Caleb vibe. It's swell. 
I ignored all my responsibilities, so I guess I'm just going to get blackout on something. <laughs> and then no one will be able to contact me because obviously my phone's broken because it's always broken. So that'll be way better for me. <laughs> so let's do that. Oh, we we went to pe- Dutch to Dutch for breakfast, and Kyle Ferris was being absolutely hilarious. Um. Yeah, so my dad comes, shows up at like 11 or something. He's pounding on the door like, where the hell are you? I was about to call the cops. At where? At Crone's house. He got you by 11? Yeah, something like that. Or no, noon. it has to be noon. way later because I was getting messages all day. Yeah, I know. He's cr- Everyone was. He's cr- <laughs> Everyone was getting messages literally all day from multiple numbers. But even after he found me, he's like, phone, phone so-and-so. Find your phone. Get your phone right now. And I'm like, it's, it's gone, dad. Wesley kept on messaging me like I was harboring you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, for real, though, he needs to fucking come. I'm like, I don't know where he is. <laughs> no one does, as far as everyone I've asked. So we get, he picks me up in the car. We get the trailer. He's storming around the town. He's also, I don't know what the hell. He's had to, like, he, we're changing vehicles, and it's, like, nightmarish. He's lost the keys. We get, we finally just get the trailer to the big steel box. What do the messages say? <laughs> well, he just asked me over and over again. So he's like, hey, this is Wesley on Stacy's phone. <laughs> Could you let me know where Caleb is? We are moving the U-Haul trailer, all this stuff. I can't find my Jeep. I need my, I can't sleep without my sleep apnea machine. Like all this shit. Oh, yeah, he lost. Okay, for some reason, he couldn't sleep that night. And then he said he was looking for me. Mm-hmm. The, the car was where it always was at, at Sims Place. So, like. Oh, really? Yeah, like. I, and I was like, hey, hey, Wesley, I don't, but he left his phone in our friend's car last night. So I know that. And then he goes, thank you, Kyle. If Can you please have him call me? <laughs> like I just fucking said. He doesn't have his phone. I don't know where he is. He's al- he's always doing talk to text, so those he- messages are like a paragraph long. Yeah, and there's always the wrong names. Yeah. He called me Carl, but then I realized he didn't call me Carl. Yeah. It was the fucking voice thing. Yeah. And he called you Kim somehow, so it's very confusing at who he's talking about half the time. So we finally get this trailer. We go to the big steel box, and there's no room for anything. Our big steel I think box. I emptied half it out already. It's a, well, yeah. I guess you keep filling it back keeps up. Keeps filling it up. It's already full of stuff. More <laughs> crap, man. It's just never-ending crap because he wants it all. He wants to have his stuff, and like he wants his cake and eat it too. That's, That's just hoarder mentality at this point. It, no, it fully <laughs> is. So we're in the box, and he's like, "Take this out." So I take. So I just started. At first, we were kind of arguing. And I was like, where do you want me to put it? There's nowhere to put it. And he's mm-hmm. like, so I, was, so I started doing exactly what he said. He's like, take this out. So I took it out and I put it down. Yeah. He's like, put that on the shelf. So I put it on the <laughs> shelf. He takes another box out, unpacks all the stuff, looks at it. Puts, he's like, put that back in. And then after about 40 minutes of doing this, he kind of realized we weren't making any progress at all. Because we were just moving stuff. I don't know how you could just checked out and enabled it. I just said, okay, I don't know if I could wh- do that. Whatever you want, man. And because he was already so mad at me. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, whatever you want. And I was like, moving it, moving it, moving it, moving it back, mm-hmm. taking this out, putting it back. And then and finally, realizing this is making no more room, yeah. swapping one thing for another. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. 
And then finally, after like an hour, he said, all right, just put everything in here. And I was like, thank you. And in then, where? In the box. Like, so we just started stuffing it on the shelves because he was trying to like organize in his own world. Oh. So we unpacked for like the first 30 minutes we were there. Yeah. And then like, he's like, put this in the truck. Okay. Now the truck is full. Like he, he like he wanted stuff in the truck yeah. to go with him to the condo. <laughs> and I'm like, the truck is full now. What do you want? <laughs> And he's like, okay, we'll take that out of the truck, put that back, put this in the truck. And I just kept doing exactly what he said. And we finally, yeah, we finally got through the day. The, we barely were able to close the doors of the big steel black hole. We got it. And we got it. I, th- I have to go back there today. There's more stuff. And then he like, moved all, so much stuff into his condo. So much stuff. There's boxes along the walls of his condo now that he's moving out of in seven days. Guess who's moving that out? Me. <laughs> Did he... Uh... Do all the other boys are they fucking done with that shit or what? Oh yeah, so I'm like the only one who do it. That's why I I kind of like I fucked him over. Like I did fuck him over, and uh-huh. I do feel bad about that. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like at the end of my rope because like I I had my apartment. I had to downsize big time, right? And I had all this garbage. I had like old furniture. Oh my God, the furniture was hilarious. I was like, the furniture is old. We've had it for like 15 years. You got it? He's like, it was $5,000 culture. He's obsessed with the original price that he paid. And he's like, we're taking it to share or Habitat for Humanity or whatever the fuck it is. Because he doesn't okay. want it to go to waste. He's a big, doesn't want waste. I'm so, fine with that. Won't they, they'll come pick that shit up. Okay, whatever. We drove it there. Yeah. They took one look at it. <laughs> no, we can't take this. It's garbage. Because it is garbage. Because oh. it's old. It's oh, it got was rips. that bad? It's got rips in it. It's frayed. It's like, it's not new couches. They're 15 years old couches. But he, in his mind, they're great couches. That couch is 15 years old. Yeah, that's better condition than the couches we had. Better condition. Yeah. And so, but they're like, they took one look at it and then we took it to the dump where I was and throwing, the dump's like, we're not, we can't take that. Well, <laughs> we, I threw one in and he's like, I can't believe we're throwing these away. He's like, I should take them up to the condo. And I was like, no. no. And then he got in the way and he was like, please, let's just take them to the condo. He was like pleading for this couch, like pleading, like, please don't throw out the couch. I'm like, dad, we're here. It's at the dump. You're not, he's like, I'll move it myself. We'll just take it up there for like six weeks. I can find somewhere to put it. I'm like, no. I took out my keys. <laughs> Good. I stabbed the side. I ripped it. He's like, oh, you murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he called me a murderer. A murderer? <laughs> You're a couch murderer, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh my God. I'm just thinking of what more shit. What the fuck? He got me this electric barbecue when I first moved into that apartment, which yeah. I didn't want. I said, do not. He's like, you need a barbecue. I'm like, yeah. we're not allowed barbecues. Mm-hmm. I said I didn't want one because I'm not going to use it because mm-hmm. I don't cook for myself. When Camilla's there, she does all the cooking. And when it's just me, I eat Yum Yum Tree and McDonald's. <laughs> it's sad, but it's Every true. Every day? Pretty much. Yum Yum what Tree. What do you eat for breakfast? Nothing. Nothing. Just skip breakfast. Skip breakfast. I mean, if you're going to eat like that the rest of the day, I guess it's better off to skip breakfast. Yeah. So anyways, this barbecue, he's like, we got you this barbecue. I'm like, thanks. I literally put it on the deck, used it one time, I believe. I think the first night I used it. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I, we, I said, we couldn't have a barbecue. And he's like, don't worry. It's electric. So he gets me that. So now we mm-hmm. have this electric barbecue. And he's like, oh, we can't throw out this barbecue. I want to throw everything away because I'm downsizing from my apartment to a single room. You can't throw out a new barbecue. Why don't you just it's, sell something? It's an old use because I said he tried to sell it, but he couldn't sell it. Because he's asking outrageous prices. Because in his head, he bought it for fifty bucks. It's a he bought it for fifty bucks. Yes, yes. 
And he, but he keeps saying it's a five hundred dollar barbecue because that's what it costs up the tag. So he's trying to sell it for a hundred. Did he buy it new for fifty? No, he bucks? bought it used. He uh-huh. bought it used. He's crazy. He's a crazy person. He has no. He's stuck in the sixties or whatever. Whenever he grew up, mm-hmm. he doesn't account for inflation or things. So he's like, this is what it's worth. Like it's worth what I paid for it. Wouldn't inflation make the price go up? Yeah, it does make the price go. Oh, whatever the That's fuck. Exactly the opposite of your okay, point. Okay, whatever my point. My point is that he believes that stuff is not aging. He just tries to sell it for what he bought it for, or like a. I can't believe they didn't even take your couches. I wasn't expecting them to be that shitty. There's, it was hilarious. They take everything. It's a fucking thrift store. They didn't take. Have them. you seen this shit in that place? Yeah, and so I got dishes. I got like coffee tables, and I'm like, this all has to go. We're ch- we're getting rid of it. I don't have room for it. I'm going to be moving probably two more times this year. I don't want this crap. And he's like, we'll take it. So now he's taking my dishes and stuff to his condo because because he, he doesn't want to waste it. It's like this crazy. Crazy go on thing. Facebook Marketplace. Go. I'm moving. It's all in the front yard. Take it. It'll be gone in an hour. Yeah, I know. I should have. I mean, we could have. But <clears throat> oh, my, there's an even worse part of this story. The person he's got a guy that helps him do everything. He's that guy. He's an awesome dude. He's the guy yeah. that gave me that truck. Oh yeah. And so he he's kind Otherwise of known as an enabler. He, yeah, he's kind of taking care of the Facebook Marketplace things. He gets sick. He's got COVID. Right. He's very sick. And my dad's phoning him. You can hear him barely like, hello. He's like, hey, any any offers on the couches? I'm like, leave the poor guy alone. <laughs> no, Wesley. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, now we've moved it all up to the condo and I got to move it out in seven days. And I guess that's the whole runaround story. So we finally got it all done tomorrow or yesterday. Yesterday, we finished the last of it. And I would say it's still before the end of August. I would say our parent, our, our my dad and your dad aren't exactly the same because yeah. they're not even close, but they have similarities. Because yeah. I just moved my dad out. Yeah, and you know his house. <clears throat> You've been there. Yeah. Have you ever been in the basement of that place? No. The basement is entirely. There's another. There's a room to the left when you get down the stairs that has floor to ceiling rubbermaids because we've moved everything. My entire life in every house I've ever been, put it in a Rubbermaid yeah. then put it in the crawl space or put it in the basement. Yeah. And now it's there. And every time my dad moved since the last two times, he's like, I'm going to deal with it there. I'm going to move it there and deal with it oh, there. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And it's just. And then he just didn't deal with it there. So he's te- within like he has to move out in a week <laughs> at this point when I'm going to help him. I'm like, you're never going to get this done. He's like, oh, we're almost done. He kept on saying we're almost... I'm like, there's not a room that's done. No. You've moved the big furniture. You've got rid of that. That's the easiest thing of this entire situation is the biggest stuff. That makes the biggest difference when you take it out of the room. Everything else, you're not even close. So I had to go there every single day for a straight seven days in a row. <laughs> Every single day, because I was like, you're never getting this done, ever. Yeah. It's never happening. By the way, in the meantime, he just, <laughs> you know, he has, he's got, he's barely been able to drive this car, but he's had it for years. It's a 69 Impala SS. It's dope. Yeah. Had a 396 in it, but he wanted to get, since it's a numbers matching car, essentially, not the engine, but it's, it's an authentic SS, which is a rare package. Cause it was like, it was a package. It wasn't a car that you could get in the lot. You had to special order. It's a whole thing. So he found an era matching a year off 427 that originally came mm-hmm. with that car. So we've had that obviously just sitting beside it for two years. And now he's like, well, now I have to put it in the car. 
And he's like, this will take me a day. This is- he has no concept of time. He's like, it'll take me a day. Like, what are you talking about? This is straight out of like one of those mechanic shows. We have a week to finish this move. <laughs> I know. We got to get this engine in today. The thing is, the engine bays are huge in these things. Yeah. So it's not that hard getting it in and out. But if you've ever worked on a car, especially if you're swapping over major parts, it never goes like how you think it's going to go. So we put it in. Nothing matches up. Right? The fucking water pump bracket doesn't match onto the new motor. It did in the old motor. So none of the accessories can fucking bolt on this thing, which means you can't drive it. That's including the exhaust. The exhaust won't bolt up because the headers are different sizes. It's crazy. So now we're doing that every day instead of moving his fucking house. So by the time we get to the end, we're working morning to night, and I'm checking out. Like, I'm I'm there all, all day, and then at six, and then at like five or six o'clock, I'm like, I'm done. I I can't be. It's been a whole day. It's been a whole day. I'm stressed, and he's not giving me shit for it. Yeah, but I'm like, I, good luck, because yeah. I, you didn't. You, he has to go through the boxes still. Yeah. It's like if your dad had to move out that big steel box in one day and had to go through everything. That's what it was like because there was 10 times more shit. So we have to be out now because my dad's delayed it two and a half months. He sold the house. He had two or three months, right, of possession. And then he rented it off the guy for two and a half months because he needed more time. (laughs) And during that time, he's like partying and shit. I'm like, you're not even... Have any clue how much work this is. Like, I don't know how that's possible that I know this and you don't. The one thing that my dad is even more guilty for is I'm sure that your stuff isn't straight garbage, like junk. No, there is some straight. <laughs> there is, I don't know, six halls to the dump. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. There was straight garbage. Because <laughs> we're just moving garbage from house to house. And I'm like, throw it the fuck away and he's like i can't throw this away these are our couches see my mom was never the one to do that yeah she was she and she was like crazy pack like everything near it would go in one box so nothing is part of a group of anything so when we were unpacking rubbermaids like earlier we found a box of trash a rubbermaid (laughs) full of actual trash that we had hauled to two different houses because no one opened it (laughs) literal trash that's 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 exactly my life and then so we have to be out they're moving in these people so we're trying to get everything out of the house and into the carport because my dad's like well technically i'm out of the house (laughs) so can't say i'm not out of the house so the people had had drove up because i showed up a little later this time yeah and the people had driven i was like i was like did the people come yet because they're supposed to be moving in their shit in the morning of that day And he's like, I think they might have, but I I don't know. But someone came, kind of pulled up, and then left because we still hauling shit out. And by the way, the carport is now full (laughs) to the top with boxes. Like completely, like everything inside is now completely filling the carport. Uh, Man, I could help you move. It's done already. We did it. We had to go back for three more days since (laughs) since the other people were there to get the shit out of the carport. Dude. Oh, so you know my pain. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I only have to do it one more time. and then <laughs> See, I'm done. And then next summer. My dad moved into a fucking motorhome. He can't fit shit in there. <laughs> All the shit is, ho- is hoarding at his friend's houses, so I'm out. Dude, oh, my dad's the same. <laughs> He's got stuff all over town. Yeah. And he keeps saying, why don't... So I had, like, my room is completely packed up to the walls. He's like, why don't you put your stuff in the box? I'm like, because the box is a black hole. The box? He's like, the box? It's the box. I'm like, no... It, so it 
if you don't know Once how it, it works, goes in there, it's never coming out. And it's okay. So they pick up. So it's a box. It's a yard of like shipping containers, right? Yeah. So a giant forklift picks up the boxes, rattles the shit around, moves it across the yard, mm-hmm. and my brother's got stuff in there he's got because it's not a storage unit no, where you put stuff in you drive up to it you can take stuff no, out you, you no to, it's a box you have to schedule it to get it taken down yeah and it's across town it's far away it's shitty and he'll send people there on wild goose chases you know oh can you go get this from my box like no way friends me other brothers and so like stuff goes gets put back and put around and taken out in the wrong box so i'm like i don't trust a single thing of mine in that box i don't want anything to do with it mm-hmm. but here we are and then every summer he moves back and every summer we go to the box and every summer there's le- there's either more or less but never what you need in the box because <laughs> it's a black hole yeah it's just this crazy crazy I believe in like living for your situation like what you go whatever you can have store that if you can't whatever but now I have a fucking garage yeah. and it is full because <laughs> he's moving out all his stuff he's like you want this tool I'm like I guess but it's, now I have all his fucking that's the tools. Thing. It's the thing. It really, some of it isn't garbage, and you're like, it uh, wasn't garbage. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't want to throw this out, I and I literally might use it. But fuck, now I have, now I have all your yeah, crap. Now, now it's yours. And if you ever move, oh, if I ever move, fire sale, marketplace, dude. Yeah, that's fucking garage sale. That's I don't give a shit. Yeah, just it's all going. Get rid of it. That's the way to do it. It's like a couple things I care about. I got all my records, all that shit. I'm like, Chad, if I move, you're coming to pick it up. He's like, no problem. You just have it forever now. Because I've moved this there and back from Winnipeg. I like it, but I don't like it that much. I'm not going to. And I can't get rid of it. I can't sell it. And nobody, I mean, not nobody, but it seems like our, I'm never going to buy a big house. Like, that's a way far away dream for me. Right, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm like renting. Yeah, we're not me neither. Obviously, and, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like you have you kind of get smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, fuck not, yeah. And you have more and more stuff. And I want to move. Yeah, like I'm not taking any of this with me. I just got like a burdened with my old stuff from when I'm a child, and I don't know what to do. I got like two Rubbermaids full of hockey trophies. Yeah, and all my old jerseys from every team I played on, and I'm like. Oh, can't throw it out. I like the trophies are probably gonna go. Yeah, the trophies are maybe take pictures of them. They're all like championship. Like we had a run when I was like eight to twelve where we won everything. Like seven to twelve. And I don't I don't even it's nice memories. Like I'll yeah. keep a lot of the stuff, like the hats we got and when we won the championship and yeah. got some rings and stuff. But I'm never gonna put those trophies in my house. No. What if I have a kid, have a wall of me like live up to that, you little bitch? <laughs> Oh, fuck it. You better be good it at make, It might make him more ambitious. Um, I think the trophies could go. You could take a picture of the trophies. The jerseys are cool, and they're easier to store. I'll give them to Dave Cop. He can give them out at uh, blood sport competitions. Those are hilarious when Dave gives like dollar store trophies. <laughs> dollar store trophies. Well, should we... Uh, do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? No. God, me, no. Me neither. Um, we read about Jehu... And he's kind of cleaning up Ahab's survivors. He's going around killing. Oh, I do remember that. He's killing, killing everybody. So he's killing everybody. I'll, I'll was read. that the part where he was like, kill all those kids? Um, yeah. So essentially, I'll, I'll just read the last like couple verses here. You uh, mean the entire thing we read last pod? We'll just, yeah, but I'll just read <laughs> it quick because I yeah I need a refresher <laughs> myself. I haven't done any uh, research today. That I 
yesterday was the first day I slept since Sunday. No, I totally believe that. Yeah, here's Saturday night. So Saturday, Sunday, I didn't sleep. Like it was too hot in my. Anyways, Jehu said this is Second Kings chapter ten verse twelve. Jehu set out and went towards Samaria at Beth Eked of the shepherds. He met some relatives of Ahaziah the king. of Judah, and he asked, "Who are you?" They said, "We are relatives of Ahaziah. Ahaziah, we have come down to greet the families of the king and the queen mother. Take them alive," he ordered. So they took them alive and then slaughtered them by the well of Beth. I don't even remember that. Yeah, did we read that? We did read this. Okay, take them alive, he ordered, and then he took them alive and slaughtered them, which is not really what he ordered. He wanted to kill them himself, I guess, by to- his own hand. And they slaughtered them by the well of Beth. Forty-two so, men. <clears throat> I know what's going to happen because every story happens like this. But he seems like he's being—he immediately got chosen by God through the priest putting the oil and shit. That just happened, right? Mm-hmm. And this is essentially his reign of terror it starts immediately. Yeah. And then, but it's holy because God set God. God like condoned it. That's what I'm about to say. Like this is what God chose to happen because He knows everyone's fucking life fork or whatever. And uh, but then I feel like we're gonna find out that this is actually bad because of something we don't know that He did yet. I mean, that's been the <clears throat> pattern of the story so far. I think Jehu is one of the good. Kings. Like, is he gonna get rewarded for being a fucking absolute tyrant? Yes. Like this? Yes, because because and this also these are the kinds of how stories, do you justify that? Because the other God said <clears throat> that's it. All you need to say is God said. I mean, within God the book, said though. kill those people. No, God said kill those people. So that's good because God said it. Because Ahab was bad. Mm-hmm. He worshipped false gods. So God declared that he needed to die his and all his entire lineage. Yeah, but they're killing people that are just adjacent uh, to him yeah well they're they're his um descendants right remember not the, just them though they're right? the family of ahab yeah they're, and this these kinds of stories give license to people today like you know uh we got to in the name of god kill these people because like the taliban right it, now like the taliban does that yeah have you seen the positive Taliban shit that's going on? we live in a wild world what's the positive Taliban shit like i've seen like <clears throat> i saw a thing on CNN, like, but CNN is a big thing now, so it could have been the website or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was a screenshot of it where they, had, I think it was TV, where someone had reported that the, the Taliban, even the Taliban are being responsible and wearing their masks. I'm like, what? While they genocide? What, the- what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? They killed a comedian. Did you see that? No. I've I've not first read, of all I haven't read the news in a week. This this is a guy who I would aspire to be. Mm-hmm. This guy fucking rules. He got kidnapped by the Taliban because they they took over every government thing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's video of it of a Taliban on each side of him, and they're trying to intimidate him. And throughout this conversation, the guy grabs bigger guns because the guy and he starts the other guy starts slapping him yeah. because a comedian gets taken and starts making fun of the Taliban and shitting on them the entire time. What a fucking up legend. to his beheading. That guy fucking rules, and that's sad. That that that's like really truly the is balls on him. But though. the balls on that guy, holy fuck, man! That's respect. Respect. To his guy. death, he has a big smile on his face, and he's calling him like you, you fucking. You just come from fucking dead bodies and shit like that, dude. 
That's was he like a stand-up comedian or like some sort of? He was uh, like an online comedian. Good for him. Like he I did mean... little, he did sketches and type of thing. Wow, that's brutal and respect to that guy. Um, so yeah, he took them alive, slaughtered them, left no survivors, forty-two men dead. After he left there, he came upon a Jehonadab, son of Recab, who was on his way to meet him. Jehu greeted him and said, Are you in accord with me as I am with you? I am, Jehonadab answered. If so, give me your hand. So he did, and Jehu helped him up into the chariot. This is like this, this is like basically a metaphor for them being like, you're now on my team. Get on my chariot. Yeah, we're now we're... Jehu said, come with me and see my oh, okay. zeal for the Lord. <laughs> All right. Then he had him ride along in his chariot. He can't... When Jehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were the left of Ahab's family. Oh, that's the zeal. This yeah. is how much I love the Lord. Look yeah. at me slaughtering yeah, all these good. people. It's a good yeah. thing. And he's like, why are you rock hard right now then? That's for the Lord too. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm rock hard for the Lord. Uh, yeah. I just, I mean, he I clearly just. clearly gets off killing these people. He's he's saying take them alive and then killing them himself. Yeah. I, the, I hate it. So go ahead. Sorry. And he's like, oh, no, look how, look how much I love the Lord. It's, Check this out. It's so bad. It's so bad that because it allows people to be like, we're God's agents. God has commanded us to kill these people. Yeah. So we have to. And like, it's like, why can't God's killed plenty of people himself with balls of fire and the pit opening up? Like, go, go ahead, God. No, I need Jehu to do it. I know people who don't believe in God have done some bad, th- some pretty awful things also. Mm-hmm. But it really seems like it's easier to do the mental gymnastics that makes you okay with in a modern day society in old society you're just doing that since you were fucking like 12 yeah but in modern day when you have to kind of acknowledge that yeah we're kind of all the same and now what now how do i make an enemy of them right god and you go to- they don't believe the thing i believe and that's bad so god says kill him and i think it's a lot easier mental gymnastics to do that it's it written in the book. If you don't believe in a God. That's what's so d- dangerous about written uh, written religions, because they wrote it down, and once it's written, now that's the word of God, and it's, you know, you can't change it, and God said to do it. It's, is, is most communism atheist? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, I think it's all Because I know they, well, they kind of just worship the leaders instead. Yeah. But they ban all other texts. It's like... The God killing the calves. They wipe out everything else out, right? Within their own country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a big... They've done some pretty bad Purges. Stuff. But yeah, so there's atheist tyrants as well. No, no, I know. But I just... It feels like... I feel like... I don't know if this is true, but I feel like in communism... Yeah. People uh, just followed the leadership as opposed to... Well, that and they created a culture of fear where yes. everybody's but ratting... That's what I meant. Yeah. And it feels like with the religious stuff, everyone's just gung-ho on the same page. Yeah, yeah. let's fucking kill these you people. Get, you get the rubes. But it doesn't feel fear-based, you know? No. Like, they're, Taliban's dancing around killing everybody in government because they didn't follow their Sharia law bullshit. It's crazy. Like, they're dancing on it. They're like, they, they must have a PR team right now. Because you're getting a lot of, like, look how normal the Taliban are videos. How? Lifting weights and riding bumper cars and stuff. I saw them in the gym trying to use yeah. the gym equipment. And like, <laughs> I've seen stuff downplaying the literal, they're killing everyone adjacent to the government right now. That's literally what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's barely being reported. They're like, look at the Taliban riding bumper cars. Like, do they have a fucking PR team? I don't know. Like, what is going on? Yeah, that is fucked up. It's, fr- it's freaking me out. 
to be honest with you. Because they can't be that powerful. No. Right? So someone else is doing that for them then. Well, I th- Which means it might be cultural. Well, I think... Which would be very bad. My first... This is just my gut <laughs> reaction is they're trying... Who's they? The media in the United States is trying yeah. to downplay how bad it was that they left. So they're like, it's not that bad over there. God, I hope that's the case. I That's all I could think. There's like people... Like I saw... <laughs> It's like, it's bizarre to me when you see women talk about like certain aspects of Muslim religion of how it's good, how they're not allowed to do certain things and how they have to wear certain things to certain places and how that's good is bizarre to me. And I've seen uh, a growing number of women who aren't even in the religion saying that's good. Like you don't have to wear a burqa and you don't have to do it, but like that's good. That's a good thing. It's, they, they <clears throat> hide behind this stupid word empowerment and it's empowering. What is empowering about being suppressed? I get to, no. I chose all of a sudden they choose to wear the burqa, and now it's empowering. Okay, I and guess. I I do know. I don't know this actually. I've read on fucking Reddit forums. I'm a, I subscribe to the Islam and the Muslim forums. I read that shit. I almost never comment in there. Yeah, but you see, there is a it's a cultural thing. Like girls look forward to like when they become a woman, they get their burqa. Like it's like a. God. Right, they like they, they. There's incentives I, built into that culture, and I get, and I guess I get it partly because your family did it, so you want to be. Everyone wants to be like their family, yeah. And your mom wore a burqa, and she's excited about telling you. you and they tell, and they tell you like it's a hype thing. Like when when you hit this age, all of a sudden now you're a, now you get to wear this burqa, yeah. And you get to wear it because it's honorable to wear it, and God says, you know. By you wearing this, you're bringing honor to our family, and that they just—it's fucked up. Yeah, like the Jews have the same thing, but they get a sick ass party. Like that's way better. <laughs> yeah, it's a way better fucking deal. I saw I saw Jordan Peterson. He was asked about this recently. Yeah, and he, he says it's he thinks it's those women's. He doesn't give a fuck anymore. He just says whatever he wants because yeah. he just went through all that like benzo withdrawals, and yeah. he just like no tact anymore whatsoever, and he just goes. I'm pretty sure it's those women's unconscious, uh, subconscious desire to get completely dominated. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. This is going to stir some shit up. Okay, so back to the Bible here. But it kind of feels like that. Like yeah. when you see them say that that's good, it kind of feels like, see, whatever. It it's matter, pretty but. hard. It's pretty hard to resist everybody telling you one way. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. So, and people you care about. Yeah. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. You your family, it. and you don't really get, I mean, I shouldn't say, but I'm pretty sure they don't have access to internet, TV, and movies, right? Like, the same no, way we do. this is in North America. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I'm literally talking about North America. Canada okay. and the United States, both. Yeah. Mostly, okay, well, it's kind of becoming more prominent in Canada, for whatever reason, and that's just weirding me well, out. Well, it's because of the woke shit, where it's like, don't tell anyone what to do with how their lives. That's and exactly. It's like, p- empowering and then that's what I was kind of getting at. It's like, don't tell anyone what to do. And we're like, even the Taliban? Like, is that where we're at? Yeah. We're like, don't tell the Taliban not to invoke Sharia law? No, you have to tell the is Taliban. That, yeah, you, I believe you should tell the Taliban. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we draw the line. At, and they're like, well, how would you stop them? I would kill them, personally. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. They, like, they being the people, the residents there, mm-hmm. have to kind of overthrow the Taliban. And you know what? Because every time we try to overthrow the Taliban, we fuck it up. I don't mean... We I, as I don't the mean West. we go invade them again. Yeah. I mean, if we ever get asked for help 
in yeah. some way. Like, you know how the Uyghurs are doing it in China? Yeah. Asking the world for help and no one's helping them. If that ever happens, I mean, we should help them. Yeah. But we won't because no one's going to try to force yeah, anything on China because it'll be a world war. Yeah, so what the fuck do you do? It's a terrible fucking... I guess if it's in if it's in a, a country that's weak enough where we can actually do something, I guess. Kay. I don't know what to do, so, dude. But, so the Taliban, though, that's a unique problem, mm-hmm. but it's a unique problem because they have a lot of support. Yeah, the entire... Do you think the entire... So they... The entire government, army, left out of fear? Most... Or do you think they left out of uh, agreement with well, the Taliban morals and values and stuff? I wouldn't say the entire... Some of them left out of fear. Some of them left because they wanted well, to join. It was organized. They yeah. left within three days. Some so them, it was completely organized. So there was... There was... A pretty good fucking reason. They, they definitely had... They definitely had a huge uh, supporting... I don't know, group. Like, obviously, the Taliban has been communicating with them for a long time if this happened like this. When this goes down, there's definitely bribes. There's definitely corruption. There's definitely, there's all those those factors. But, like, back to my original point is you kind of need to overthrow those people. If you just exchange dictators, the people that live there hate their new overlords just as much. And they often side with the previous people, like the Taliban, because they're like, fuck the United States, get these foreigners out of here, right? All right, fuck them. Have their backwards fucking it society sucks. there. It's, yeah, it sucks. You kind of, like, that's what happens. Like, we everybody had to do it. France had to do it, and then Europe had to do it slowly, and it was I violent guess what we every should, time. I guess what we should stop doing is arming the people within the country. Yes. <laughs> Probably. You know, now that I think about it, did we just give all the dude, Taliban guns originally? Everywhere we go. We, <laughs> did the, did the, I mean, the America. Dude. But. Back in the old times, like we don't have any guns, we gave the Maori guns, and the tribe, the Maori that got the guns, just fucking murdered every other Maori tribe. They're like, oh well, we have guns now. Yeah, it's completely. It's a power dynamic yeah. that you can't have. It's a power imbalance. It's yeah, it sucks, and it's gonna be. We're going down, dude. I yeah, Canada's going down. <laughs> okay, shoot. Okay, back to the Bible here. Get the fuck out of here. First, okay, Second Kings, verse uh, chapter ten, verse eighteen. Um, then, so Jehu killed all Ahab's family. He destroyed them according to the word of the Lord Elijah has spoken. Then Jehu brought all the people together. So I kept them thinking in my head. I was like, how did I get into that? I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this Bible depresses me when I read it. And I just go, oh, this shit's happening in real still, life. And it's still happening 2,000 years ago. Because of books like this. Because of this book. And it's never going to stop happening, obviously, because it's lasted forever. Then Jehu brought all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little. Jehu will serve him much. Now summon all the prophets of Baal, all his ministers, and all his priests. He's, Jehu's going to serve Baal? This is a lie. That is a ruse to get everyone to come out of their hiding places. And where is he right now? He he goes, so he brings, he calls an assembly. He's, let's assume he's in Jerusalem. I don't know where he is. He's Because are they at the destination they went to when they put him in the cart and was like, check this shit out, check out what I'm going to do Samar- for God? He said, the last verse he was in Samaria, so he might be in Samaria. Okay. And he calls all the people together. Um, now summon all the prophets of Baal, all his ministers, all his priests. See that no one is missing because I'm going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone- <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all of you. <laughs> anyone- I bet you didn't see that coming. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. This is straight up like the communist shit. This is straight up like everybody inform on your parents yeah. because... Like, this is what's going to happen. Don't you feel like that's happening right now? What do you mean? Like, the Taliban? Like, friends, lifelong, not my friends. 
and probably not yours, I'm sure, because yeah. you actually have good friendships. But people are like ratting on each other. It's encouraging in real life now about like th- these little fucking political bullshit things that's going on. It's bad. Yeah, dude, I saw people are people are pe- keep putting on their Facebook like this is a virtue. People I can't stand, by the way, that I. I can't bring myself to unfollow them because I was like, you can't put yourself in that fucking little corner of the web yeah. where everyone agrees with you. Yeah. So I refuse to unfollow them. So they're just like, they keep on going, yep, purged a bunch more of my friends today, feeling great. I was like, really? Do you feel good that you lost a bunch of friends over the most petty fucking horse shit ever? Yeah. And yeah, dude. I could I could be friends with someone that compl- I have lifelong friends that I've only argued about religion with. It's good to have Lifelong. friends that you disagree with. What like what is wrong with that? I I, I don't understand. I, the fucking the Oh, someone disagrees with me about this? They're the fucking antichrist and now I'm purging them from my life. I see your point, dude. I <clears throat> I saw a headline, I didn't really read the article, but Texas has these crazy abortion laws and in the laws or they're trying to get it passed. I don't know if it's passed. No, or not. they don't have them. They I hope they don't get those but, passed. Yeah, there's one where you can tell on people that had abortions. Jesus Christ. I don't know what is with, like, Texas seems to be going towards freedom now, but then they, if they pass that, Joe Rogan moved Jesus there. Christ. <laughs> you brought all the liberal cucks there. <laughs> I just mean Texas has pretty open, pretty open laws, apparently. Yeah. This is what a, a lawyer or whatever on YouTube was saying. Like, compared to a lot of other states, they kind of just, they don't have as strict almost anything. So... It's they. It's kind of like a boon for their economy and everything like that. But then they also, if some breaks in your house, you can shoot them. And but that's what they want. I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you want, if that's what you want to make the law, I would never make it. Yeah. But as a society, if that's what you agree there, don't move there if you don't want to do that. Yeah. Live in that society. Fine. They're so anti-crime. They're a little more extreme than I would possibly ever agree with. But once you get to the point of telling people what to do. With their own, like drugs, abortion, everything. Yeah. I don't think abortion should be celebrated. I think people going, fuck yeah, women, get abortions as many times as you possibly can, which sounds crazy, but there are some crazy woke stuff that says stuff like that. Yeah. Shouldn't be celebrated, but you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If you own anything, it's your own meat and bones. Yes. And as soon as it's like, Texas seems to be, I thought Texas was like super open and then they go, abortion, you're like, really? Then you're anti that? And then where does it stop? It never stops then. Slippery soap, dude. So, Jehu says, uh, see that no one is missing because I'm going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. But Jehu is acting deceptively in order to destroy the ministers of Baal. Jehu said, call an assembly to honor Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then this is a pretty this is a pretty sweet uh dope switcheroo though. Diabolical plan. <laughs> I mean, if this works on them, do you think they think they're doing it out of fear? Or do you think they're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, he loves bail. This dude loves bail. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure some people believed it. I'm sure some people knew Stop what was up. Stop giving me the some people did, some people didn't answer, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> well, you can't say everybody believed it. Yeah, we can speculate on a make-believe thing that probably didn't even happen. What I what pisses me off about this story is that like God can't himself get rid of the people of Baal. He needs a guy to lie on his mm-hmm. behalf to trick Baal's ministers. Like it's the craziest shit. We're God's hands, dude. It's so bad. So call the assembly. He sent word throughout Israel and the ministers of Baal came. Not one stayed away. 
Of course. Does he not know? I about- guess in your to your point, yeah, not one stayed away. All of them believed it. I guess. <laughs> not one is like, it seems fishy. Yeah, of course, they, they killed everybody who was there. And yep. then they're like, that's all of them. Not one person lied or tricked us. Yeah, it's why there's no more buffalo anymore. All the deers, you look at them weird. They go fucking sprinting. The buffalo just stood there while the, all their friends were getting shot. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm a buffalo. Fucking weird. <laughs> oh, Jimmy died. God, season two. Well, they've had their whole lives being like, what? Are you going to take me down? I'm a giant buffalo. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Jehu said to bring the keeper of the wardrobe. Bring the robes for all the ministers of Baal. So he brought out the robes for them. Then Jehu. Wow, he did a full ceremony. What a cunt. And then Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went into the temple of Behu. Sorry, Behu? Baal. He went into the temple of Baal. Jehu said to the ministers of Baal, look around and see that no servants of the Lord are here with you, only ministers of Baal. So they went to make sacrifices of burnt offerings. Now Jehu had posted 80 men outside with this warning. If one of you lets any of the men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his life. So he's got 80 of his best dudes saying, if anyone escapes, I'm killing you. That's good. That's good. That's a good way to get people on your side. I think fear lasts forever. A fear-based uh, God's chosen, God's chosen person, the general of the army. He's one of the biggest cunts so far in the entire Bible. God loves him. He's had power for like, what, a week? Yeah. Massacred. And, abs- and before he was nothing. He was the general of the army. Oh, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I thought he's a priest, but that was, no, nah, never mind. Um, and it obviously seems like if you're reading this without God, if you're just reading human history. exactly what a general of the army would do. Right, right. If you just take away God and the stupid lens, doesn't it read just like a human story that's happened a bunch of times? And to his credit, he's actually using strategy. Whereas yeah. most people so far have used absolutely Yeah, he uses the worst God strategy. as a political tool, yeah. which people do all the time, Christians. Wake up. No, no, no. Actual God. Sorry, okay. go on. As soon as Jehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, go in and kill them. Let no one escape. So they cut them down with the sword. The guards and officers threw the bodies out and entered the inner shrine of the temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone of the temple of Baal and burned it. They demolished the sacred stone of Baal and tore down the temple of Baal. And the people have used it as a latrine to this day. They turned to it, this day. Yeah, they, they turned, piss and shit in it. They turned it into a toilet. I bet you it's a beautiful toilet now, though. So Jehu destroyed Baal worship in Israel. However, he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. The worship of the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. Oh, he did the calf again. They just shoehorn that in to explain every single thing that makes no sense now. So Jehu, on God's orders, kills all those people, all the priests. I'm sick of hearing that. We're going to stop reading that part from now on. On Jesus Christ. The yeah. son of God. His On his orders. orders. Yeah. And once again, he fucking makes this calf. As he knows, he knows what happens to people who don't follow God's orders. Because he's God's instrument. Picked by Elijah himself. With the zeal of the Lord. This must have happened earlier on when they were putting this shit together. Because the original calf story was kind of like, oh, these fucking idiots. They collected all their gold. Everyone. And they made it. Last resort. Let's worship this. Right? Yeah. Because God hadn't talked to him in a long time back then. And now... No, God, God, no, God had talked to them two weeks oh, ago. right. Two weeks ago. <laughs> Moses went up the mountain. They couldn't find him for two weeks. They said, burn all your... Like, melt all your jewelry. We're making a cow. 
after they had walked across the Red Sea on dry land. It is the most absurd shit. I say this to my mother. I'm like, how can the Israelites who lived through all that stuff, you know, stop worshiping God in like a week? And she's like, Caleb, you live a life where you see God all around you and you don't worship God as if like checkmate atheist. Yeah. God's everywhere, idiot. I'm like, mom, I haven't walked across an ocean on dry land. I haven't seen a pillar of fire. I haven't seen earthquakes and thunder and lightning. I haven't heard the audible voice. I've heard none of those things. <laughs> Not one of those things I have heard. And you know what? You would have to assume by reading this book that the Jews are a bunch of fucking morons. Yeah. But here's the thing. They've lasted so long as a people, <laughs> so there's no way they're doing this. Like, they weren't even that big back then, and they're turning away every every every, every opportunity. And it's explained away. Christians, my mom goes, uh, Christ, people are bad. They're weak. They're, they're wicked. They're shoehorning this fucking golden cow thing to the point where they're giving it a sentence. <laughs> and yeah, obviously, the obviously he turned away from the eyes of God and made a cow. <laughs> so obviously, he did that. There's more. There's more. Um, the Lord said to Jehu. Did they explain why? Um, why he made the fucking cow? Or it's just like so, he made a cow? So, so here it goes. So they used it as a latrine to the state. So Jehu destroyed Baal worship in Israel. Successfully took out an entire religion. Like, you know, I would believe based on the story that people who worship Baal, whatever that population was, are fucking stupid because no one worships it anymore. Yeah. So they wiped all that out. They, they, they were dumber than at least the Jews back then. <laughs> yeah. Because on the battle of the dumb religions, they lost handedly. <laughs> yeah. Not a single one didn't come out of their tent. Until we're gonna, not a single one. Not a single one. And then we're going <laughs> to find out there's a whole population of them still living, you know, like earlier. Yeah. Like totally eradicated from the earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Amalekites. Dude, so then the next, so Jehu destroyed Baal worship. The next verse, the next verse just goes, however, he did not turn away from the sins of Jorobam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. The worship. So he just goes. <sighs> what do you mean he didn't? He just didn't. He just started worshiping the golden cow. He just couldn't, he couldn't help himself. After he's talked, so then the Lord says to Jehu, God, Jesus Christ, talks to Jehu. Because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in my eyes and have done to the house of Ahab, all I had in mind to do to your, so, sorry. The Lord says to Jehu, because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in my eyes and have done to the house of Ahab all I had in mind to do, your descendants will sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. Why? Because he killed Ahab and all the prophets Baal. But even though he turned away, yes, just now, yes, and they didn't even really explain what he did. I was he started worshiping the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. Why is there like is there there must just be fucking just tons of hookers there or something <laughs> that people keep going back to? It is just must be just pools full of like big titted. <laughs> gold chain wearing prostitutes yet, so god talks to jehu literal god talking to jehu yet jehu was not careful to keep the law of the lord the god of israel with all his heart he did not turn away maybe god if the laws weren't so fucking confusing to follow <laughs> and didn't completely contradict themselves all the time oh man i was in an argument with some guy on reddit about he's like um we're, we're talking about god's collective punishment how he punishes for generations but he's like, I will give you, I will punish to the tenth, hundredth generation those who turn away from me. But I will reward to the fourth generation those. He's like, can't you see that's good? I'm like, can't you see it's not? <laughs> Who's taking those odds? Oh. Yeah, and like by by extension, 
everybody is fucking punished. Like, it's worse. Well, they established that it's not just you. It's your entire lineage. Yeah. It's in one person. And it's also the people adjacent in your community. Which means everybody in the entire world is going to hell. Which makes me feel better about me going to which hell. Which is why Christians and Muslims alike believe in this, like, Sharia law to tell we have to all live like this because if we don't God will punish me for the sins that you do that's why we have to live under Sharia law I, I kind of understand it from their perspective yeah like if you're a Christian you shouldn't be allowed to be like yeah that's bad no you it's like you're just not following your own book they're following their book mm-hmm and look, it's what terrible. look what they're doing and it's terrible yeah. you don't like that well that's what your book says to do yeah in those days the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel Hazel overpowered through Israel how? through famine, oh. <laughs> through uh, other well, countries yeah, ta- taking it, them over. Yeah, that's what it says. Hazel overpowered is- Israel. I like how God's doing that. Yes, God. To his chosen people. Well, because they're worshiping cows, Kyle. Yeah, you have they, to understand. There's no excuse this time. It, no, it is. The excuse is he's worshiping cows. He's like, God said. But he said, because of such a good job you did, you'll continue to reign for four years. Oh, but the rest of the people are being punished? Yes, yes. All right. Yes, Israel's. That's good. So you get to re- be king of it, but I'm reducing its size and value. So you're king of less. That's God's justice. Yeah. Where's your crown? King That's- nothing, dude. Uh, Hazel overpowered Israel throughout their territory east of the Jordan, all the land of Gilead, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Massanay, from Aror to the Arnon Gorge through Gilead and Bashan. As for the other events of Jehu's reign, all he did and all his achievements, are they not written in the book of the annals of kings of Israel? Jehu rested with his fathers and was buried in Samaria. And Jehoaz, his son, succeeded him as king. The time that Jehu reigned over Israel was 28 years. So, and that brings us to the Jehu? end. Jehu? Jehu is the guy that just did all that stuff. Oh, right, right. Jehu, the general of the army, killed Reign of Terror, killed all the Baal. Still who's, the guy, who's the king right before him that fucked up? Ahab. Ahab. Right. And then there was Ahazel and Ben-Badad and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that so, sounds like a totally just thing. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah, I learned God rules, dude. God rules. <laughs> I learned God rules and I'm moving to uh, Afghanistan and joining the Taliban because that's <laughs> what God wants me to do. Follow his rules. I'm never going to let a woman talk or look me in the eyes ever again because of God. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say, and who can? I'm gonna put on my fucking. The the second you say that though, like the woke ideology goes, you can't criticize someone's religion, you can't criticize their core beliefs. I'm gonna put on some religious hat of some kind, and then just start saying fucked up shit. A spaghetti strainer. Well, no, because it has to be like identified, <laughs> identified. Some other countries will. Not other countries, some other people's religions. Okay. Like maybe I'll get a little, uh, I'll switch it up. A yarmulke or a turban. I'll get a yarmulke, I'll get a day. turban. Prayer get, locks. What, yeah, the prayer locks. There we go. Um, what? A, there's different. Um, I can't remember the different. Uh, there's like the weird. Turban looking things. Yeah, there's a bunch of do- those. The wraps. We all just the different sound, types of wraps. We just sound super ignorant. I don't fuck. I am. I don't know. <laughs> I literally am. I don't know. Um. I can think of the women one. There's the wimple. That's what nuns wear. Burka. Uh, it doesn't matter. I can't remember any of them. But there are some. And you know what? I'll buy them from China. They'll cost me 15 bucks to blaspheme your entire culture. That's so funny that China makes them. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's the major Chinese religions? Buddhism? Um, I think they got Shinto. No, that's they got that, a lot of Japanese. They got a lot of things. But Confucianism is one. What's that? 
Um, I, that's a good question. It's very confusing. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Nice, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking nice. All right. Yes, we did get an email. Did we get an email <clears throat> today, Kyle? Sure did. This is for... Someone wanted your thoughts for when you're back. Okay. And now you are back. I am back. So you're able to give your thoughts. They want your thoughts on this. Help fight pet cancer. Donate at the register. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. They want your, they want your thoughts. Okay, well, I mean, One, two, three to five dollars. What did you think help, the fuck I would think? <laughs> help fight pet cancer. Okay, if I Every money spent... Every dollar spent on pets, there's children starving to death. There's people trapped under Taliban. Whole country. Rule. Yeah. If North Korea is starving to death. Your pet has cancer. That is that is fucking beyond wrong, no matter like what. I can't. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck that organization. Fuck you for asking. Like, it's disgusting. This is where the world's turning, dude. It's disgusting. It's pet cancer. And all everyone who makes a GoFundMe for their dog... They you get thousands of dollars. You should fucking cut out your organs and sell them on the black market if that's what you really want for your fucking dog. Fuck you. Okay? Yeah. That's, Dude, sell your ovaries. Yeah. Whatever. Chop, it's not, off, chop off one ball. I can't believe people donate to that. That's actually the most infuriating part is that other people, it's not just the one guy whose dog it is because maybe you like your dog. Other people donating money to that while children starve to death. And by the way, it's over. I think the money going to... Uh, to pets and pet related things is overwhelming compared to people. Fuck people human are beings. dumb. <laughs> Fuck people are dumb. I hate people. Yeah, you suck. So I, I think I told this already, on the, but I'll tell it again. But my sister's friends are part of a, a dog rescue oh, horseshit, yeah. and they fly to oh, like Costa Rica and places oh, like god. that to bring fly to fly dogs back. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I'll go down there with a twenty-two and I'll fix their entire dog problem for them. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Why are you flying dogs in? The carbon footprint of that, like all the stuff. Like, I'm sure that your friends are all vegans and climate oh, change yeah, activists. They, they feel real great about it on their, and they don't call it, don't call it a vacation because oh. that's not what it is. Oh, really? Why'd you, why'd you choose a warm tropical climate to rescue four dogs from? Why are we going to Costa Rica to rescue dogs? Do they say? Has anyone been to a, a reserve oh in Canada? God. Do they save? Do you guys save parasites? Do you guys save leeches? Do you guys save fucking rodents? Do you guys say like what kind of? I used to do that to my sister all the time because they're the, only the cute ones, right? Only yeah. the cute ones. Yep, hundred percent. Fuck you. She'll never admit that. And then as soon as I start bugging her about it for the next like week, she'll start like bringing bugs outside. Yeah, just like as a big show, yeah. like one bug. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, dude. <sighs> it is actually nuts. <laughs> pet cancer dude you got to cure it because that dog needs needs an extra year and a half of pain dude, and suffering and and think about the fucking inefficiencies in that company they obviously have enough to take out ads so the money that you spend is taking out ads there's people that work there yeah. there's a fucking a guy whose job it is dude, to the, write the ads for fucking pet cancer the wor worst part is only three pet only three dollars of only three cents of every dollar goes to actual pet cancer. Yeah, you're just—it's like a fucking make work bullshit project. And nope. What? Also, if we fucking fix human cancer, would that not fix pet cancer? You cunts. Yeah, that's. Why can't we donate to just it. cancer? Cancer re pet can because here's the thing: this doesn't go to cancer research. You're misinterpreting what that's for. Oh my god! <laughs> that goes 
took paying for people's cancer. I hope you're happy. I I know that you just want me to lose my mind. (laughs) They did for sure. (laughs) Fuck that. The the thing is, the dog doesn't know what you're doing to it. So it's just agony and suffering. Yeah. You're just torturing that dog. Because it doesn't know your motives. It knows you're poisoning it every day. Yeah. I mean, fuck. How many pets have cancer? Is that even a big problem? Yeah, almost all pets at the end of their life get cancer. So every, that's how things die, right? If yeah. you don't think, mm-hmm. like your cells this, just don't replicate properly? Yeah. Oh, man. When because we, the, they live unnaturally long lives. Here's the thing. Human beings do, too. That's why you get these, you get like some hundred-year-old person that just is like, uh, Yeah. Because they're supposed to be dead. Like dogs are supposed to be dead in the wild. Those all those the pack would kill that fucking dog and eat it. Yeah, and it would nourish the other dogs. I don't even know if they'd eat. It. I think they just kill it. Something and get it else away. would eat it. Some, no, so they would kill it and leave it. So something else would eat That's it. That's how yeah. the fucking world works. You can't stop suffering. You can't stop it. Yeah, you can. Not giving your dog cancer treatment and just putting it down, <laughs> suffering over. Yeah, that's literally true. no suffering anymore. It, I mean, it suffered at one point, but I'm saying the suffering is inevitable in everything that's ever going to exist. And the fucked up thing is, if you've ever had a dog dying, which almost, which most people have, yeah. who've ever had a dog, if they get, they stop eating, and then they they try to cr- leave you, but they live in a house, <laughs> so they can't. So then you see that happening, and you go, "Oh, something's wrong," and then you take it to a vet that it doesn't want to go to. It wants to go die in the woods. <laughs> Like the fucking warrior it used to be. Yeah. And then you start injecting it to try and save it. And it's looking up at you like, why are you doing this to me? And then you're going, for your own good. But it, then it died. They didn't cure the cancer. And then it dies six months later. Uh, and what have you done? Nothing. What have you really done? Meanwhile, you could help. Like I, human children who have potentially a big, long life ahead. Yeah could be helped or their problems could be mitigated yet you try to keep your dumb fucking dog alive for another six months plus like yemeni park that the girl from north korea with the yeah. big juicy tits <laughs> that got out she was like almost crying talking about this she's talked about it forever should be desensitized by now but she wasn't she's like if that was if we just told everyone it was a bunch of puppies starving to death over there the whole world would band together and stop that from happening god she's kind of right if they were just if it was puppies starving to death in the street yeah but it's human so they're like eh. what is the what what's going on there what is the like they're helpless is that the thing that people like think i i am more powerful than this dog so i should help it what's the fucking trick that's being played in their brains uh it's it's a baby thing so we've bred puppies. Like, wolves never look like this. We mm-hmm. didn't have this response to wolves, but we've bred dogs to look like puppies their entire lives. Mm-hmm. They look like a baby wolf. They're, even like a wolf, a baby wolf kind of looks like a husky. A husky looks like a big baby wolf its entire life. So I think it's... Men don't do this, for the record, for the almost the overwhelming. It's almost all women. And I think it's that that nurturing mother biological response that they get to doing We need to, to find this. a way to fix their brains. Yeah, you, you can if they have kids, but women aren't having kids at 30 now, so this is what happens. Oh, God. Now they have dog children. That's actually w- for sure what's happening. Yeah, you're, you, I, I feel like we figured it out, and this is like, it's an unfixable problem. It literally is. Someone fuck it's, these women, for the love of God. <laughs> Someone fuck the bodies of the- Get off your birth control. <laughs> no, I also don't want more people. I think that's bad, too. 
I yeah, guess they just misplaced their mother instincts. Look, if onto they ha- these if children. they have two, that's a, I think that's what it is. If they have look, if they have two kids, statistically, they're only like some of them. These kids are going to die. So the population. Will go, if we all have two, that's it. That's right? the max. Some are going to get hit by a bus. Some are going to get real human cancer. It's very sad. So everyone's really only having 1.9 kids. <laughs> when you really think about it, <laughs> statistically, so it would go down. All right, <laughs> that fucked up note. We got a couple, a uh, couple of shout outs, couple of shout outs for the page, <laughs> for the Patreon. You're such a nerd. <laughs> nah, dude. The page. I'm pretty fucking cool. I'm pretty sure. That's what people tell me. Slide to my DMs, tell me I'm a cool guy. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Bible Beaters. <laughs> okay, we got a couple new Patreons. Patrons. Patrons. That would make more sense. Yep. Shout out to Natasha, newest patron. Hello, Natasha. Please don't get a dog. <laughs> and if you have one already, do not give it cancer treatment. We got Juhani. We got, uh, I'm not going to read their last names. No. I don't think people know that there's like two places to put your name and this one is the one. <laughs> you can put anything you want. We got Juhani. Jahani? Welcome. Juhani. Welcome. Welcome to the uh, Unfaithful. I really appreciate someone with a freaky ass foreign name like that coming on the pod. I wonder where Juhani's from. Can I see it? Yeah. I have a guess. India? Is it Juani? Was I saying it wrong? I maybe I don't set, know. Could be a Juani. Juani. Juani sounds right. It's Let's go with Juani. We appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate you coming in and <laughs> fucking spinning. Every name your that's pounds. like a foreign name seems <clears throat> makes us feel like we have a huge audience. It, it really us, does. Makes us feel I like don't, we're world famous. Fucking worldwide. You could be from West Bank. <laughs> with with no, they paid in pounds. Okay, well, man, that's gotta be from great britain or something well i think there's only a few currencies you can pay with so i don't really know how i don't think you pay with any i don't think you pay with rupees whatever we're, we're you know what world I mean? famous we're welcome fucking to, worldwide w- dude welcome to the unfaithful the flock peace out